Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Backbuilders Podcast, episode 54, Circle of Influence. So before we get started, I just wanted to thank our newest Patreon supporters. We have about 10, I want to say within the last seven days, we got like 10 new ones and 30 so far this month. I actually think it's closer to 40 because we broke the 100. We broke the 100 Patreon supporter mark and now we're going into 147 now, I believe. So it's been blown up like crazy. So I appreciate you guys uh getting on top of that and joining the Patreon. I did an episode yesterday called what was it called? Uh oh yeah, how to start your own podcast and it was basically a step-by-step guide on how to start your own because I believe that a podcast is one of the best ways to spread your ideas and your messages and to help you articulate your thoughts and you know, help you practice speech and stuff like that. So did that one yesterday on Patreon. We have another one coming out tomorrow called uh, Ignore Her Beauty, which that'll make sense later. I know that sounds, the titles always sound a little bit um, clickbaity, but I, I promise you that, that episode is actually about ignoring your woman's beauty to a certain extent. I don't know how that one's going to go down, by the way. That one should be interesting. I only have like 10 female followers on my Patreon, but they always tend to agree with what I say, which makes me think that I'm either doing it all wrong or doing all my episodes right. What does it mean if 10 of your, if you only have 10 female followers and every single one of them agree with you, are you doing things right? Or are you doing things wrong? I'm sorry, ladies. I'm sorry. All right. Anyways, let me move forward. Um, yeah, I appreciate you guys supporting the Patreon. So today's a special week. We have today's Tuesday, this Friday, I'm leaving for Kentucky for my, uh, my first gathering of the folk with Jacob and the wisdom of Odin. And uh, it really does go hand in hand with this episode about the circle of influence. This episode, I'm surprised I haven't done sooner. I don't know why. I've talked about it before. You guys know I have about the circle of influence. Basically, you guys know that quote that I always talk about, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. That's what this episode is about. So I always talk about the importance of surrounding yourself with good people. Now, I cannot understate this enough, how important it is to surround yourself with people who are going to help you in life and people who aren't going to drag you down. If you're listening to this right now, let's say you're in your 20s like me, right? Or even in your 30s. I can tell you right now that your 20s will be so much harder if you are going to surround yourself with losers, pieces of garbage. Now, at this point in time, you should be asking yourself, am I surrounding myself by by people who are going to help me get to that next step in life? Am I surrounded by people who are motivating me and ex- and <laughs> I was going to say expiring me, uh, inspiring me? Or are they dragging me down? Are they holding me back? Are they manipulating me? Are they, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Um, all things that I'm going to talk about in this episode. So, let me, sorry, let me reach back and grab my phone real quick. Uh, for those of you guys who are on my Instagram, which I hope you guys are, I actually made this post yesterday that kind of blew up a little bit, um, which also inspired me to do this episode. So first of all, what is a circle of influence? Basically, a circle of influence is a circle of influence. It's those people that you choose to have around you. Now, I understand there's certain circumstances where you may have toxic family members that you live with that you can't necessarily just cut out of your life and be like, bye mom, bye dad, if they're abusive or whatever, quote, abusive. 
um, you know, I, I say air quotes because a lot of like young teenagers always think that their parents are abusive when in actuality, the parents actually know best and the kids just being rebellious and stupid. But anyways, I understand that there are some points in time or there are some people in your life that you can't just cut out and nor do you necessarily want to. But this one is more directed towards people you choose to spend your free time with, um, mostly just friends. So a circle of influence is just the people within your immediate radius. Who are you hanging out with during the weekdays? Who are you hanging out with during the weekends? You have to really start paying attention. Um, uh, you have to start paying attention to who you feel the best around and why. So if, if think about like maybe two or three people, who are, who are you feeling really good around and who are you feeling really bad around? If you leave hanging around a certain friend group feeling literally hung over because maybe you guys are drinking nonstop or if you leave, leave them just feeling dirty or sad or depressed or just not good, you're probably not hanging around a good person or a good group of people. But if you're hanging around good people, I use the word good as in it's benefiting you. If you're hanging around good people, then you're going to leave them feeling clean, probably mentally refreshed, energized. Um, you're going to leave them feeling good. And and I know that it's really easy to surround yourself with people who just want to drink and they want to smoke and they want to do drugs all the time. And I guarantee you right now, 90% of you guys who are listening to this know what it feels like to hang around a certain person or a group of people where every time you guys hang out, you just com get completely shit faced and you're left feeling horrible the next two or three, four days. Now, I'm not saying don't have those people that you just go and have some beers with. You know, that's always good. I have friends that I just go out and hang hang out and have beers with and we have a great conversation. But I've had friends in the past where I just go hang out with them. All they want to do is get absolutely sloshed and it's just not benefiting anybody. So your circle of influence is very, very important to you because we are social creatures. The way we interact with each other dictate, dictates how we feel, how we maneuver through the world and how we accomplish our goals or not. So in this post yesterday, I wrote... If I've allowed you into my circle of influence, it's because I believe you are worthy of it. So this is a four-part post. Now, the first part, if I've allowed you, meaning that if I've consented to you coming into my circle of influence. Now, this is when a lot of people get caught up on this post because they're like, <laughs> wow, you're so stuck up. You're allowing people to come into your circle of influence. Wow. Like it sounds so prestigious. It sounds so snobby, but it's the truth. You are consenting towards people coming into your circle of influence every time you make them a friend, every time you go hang out with them, every time you invite them over, whether it's good or bad, you are consenting towards having that person into your circle, right? You're allowing that to happen, whether it's good or bad, you're allowing it to happen. So that's why I said, if I've allowed it, because it's not like people are just walking to my house, like nice home, you know, and then just hanging out and drinking beers and smoking weed and, you know, doing drugs and stuff like that. No. If that behavior is happening with my friends or whatever, I'm allowing it to happen. So I wrote, if I've allowed you to come into my circle of influence, it's because I believe you are worthy of it. So now when I say you are worthy of it, it means that I am now choosing. I've been, I've, I've, you know, I wish I've learned this lesson sooner, but I would say that the past two years, I've done a really good job at cutting out the losers in my life, the anchors, which I'll make sense of that later. But you have to you have to believe that you are worthy of hanging around or that that you are worthy of hanging around people that are going to benefit you, people that are going to help you. So 
So you have to have a certain amount of self-respect and a certain amount of awareness to to become, how do I say this, to, I feel like the people who don't appreciate themselves and they don't respect themselves and they don't think themselves worthy of hanging around good people, I, I feel like they'll just let anybody come into their lives. So you have to have at least a certain amount of self-esteem and self-confidence in order to deny these people into your life. So in, in my circle of influence, I only let people in my immediate circle of influence, right? Friends that I'm hanging out with on the weekends. Um, I only hang out with them if I believe that they are worthy of it. And I want them to think the same about me because that makes our friendship more valuable. I don't just go letting anybody into my life, especially not these days. I'm very, very careful about who I hang out with, when I hang out with them and how long for. And then I really evaluate how I feel after I get done spending time with them. And I ask myself, do I feel good or do I feel bad? Did I benefit from this relationship in any way? Right. Um, and then I, the next part that I actually wrote was one of the best things I've done for myself is cut the losers out of my life. This is very, very tricky and very, very hard to do because if you've established yourself within a circle of losers, let's say you just cut them all out outright, right? First of all, it's hard enough to identify who the losers actually are, but if you have a general sense of awareness, you're going to know who the losers are, right? There's the people who they're just so self-destructive. They're always broke for some reason. They're always drunk. They're always trying to get high. They're always smoking weed. They're not taking care of their bodies. If you have an ounce of self-awareness, you're going to know who the losers are. But the problem is, is that if you've established yourself within a friend group and I'm 100% sure you're having a great time with them. You know, if you're still in these circles, I'm 100% sure you're having a great time with them. You're still hanging out with them frequently. You know, maybe you guys have a blast together, but for me, and I've hung out with losers guys, I've hung out with losers, especially when I was in the army and I was attached to the combat brigade brigade and everyone was just drinking, smoking, you know, really not taking care of themselves. And it's really easy to get caught up in that. And you just become essentially that loser. Now, I heard a really good quote the other day. It's um, if you have five friends that are losers, you're probably going to be the sixth, right? So it's so funny because you look at that uh, circle that you're in and you think, oh, I'm, I'm not the loser. You know what I mean? It's like they're the losers. I'm the, the squared away one. I'm the high speed one. But I just like to hang out with losers. No, you're probably one of those losers, too. Let's say you're not. How do you think those people outside of that friend circle are perceiving you? You know, your friends and family. What if you're posting pictures on Instagram with these these losers? You know, they're wearing all their super baggy clothing. You know, they're sagging their pants. They got cigarettes hanging out of their mouth. They got their stupid beanies on, long, shaggy, unkept hair. You know, it, it just looks bad. It kind of damages your reputation a little bit. So identify the losers that are within your life and slowly start cutting them out. Now, I'm not necessarily saying go up to, you know, your Instagram where you guys are friends or whatever and just going and cutting them out of your life because that just probably will cause drama and strife. But there is a tactical way to do it um, where you're just slowly reducing your time together, whether it's physically over the Internet. Over the Internet is something that I will get to at the end of this episode if I don't forget. Um, because your circle of influence all uh, also is about your social media. 
Okay, so I said, surround yourself with focused, intentional, and driven individuals. Do not compromise. Guys, this is absolutely essential for your success in life in all aspects. I don't care if you're in the military. I don't care if you're a businessman, a capitalist, you're starting a business, no matter what it is. I don't care if you're on social media. I don't care if you're a YouTuber. I don't care if you're a stay-at-home mom. I don't care about any of that stuff. You have to surround yourself with focused, meaning people who are know exactly, not not exactly what they want in life, but at least they're generally driven towards success, right? They've hopefully cut out most of their self-destructive behaviors. Hopefully they're employed, they have a job, you know, they're stable, they're not necessarily broke. They are at least trying. They have a good mindset. They're not black pillars. They're not doomers. If you surround yourself with these people, these black pillars, these doomers, these nihilists, you're going to take on their energy, right? To a certain extent, we're all empaths. We're going to take on that energy. We're going to take on that vibe and we're going to incorporate it into ourselves as a certain amount of truth. You don't want to do that. Surround yourself with focused, intentional, meaning people who are deliberate, they're at least taking steps towards accomplishing their goals, but they're not flaky. If you're hanging around friends who are flaky and you can never get a hold of them and you make plans with them and they're constantly like, oh, last minute they got busy, oh, blah, blah. They're not, they're not of their word, meaning their word is weak. We've all hung around people including myself, right? There's definitely a few people in my life that are still very, very flaky. They're still not keeping up with their word. And there's a few people that I know need that I need to cut out of my life just because they're not intentional. They Their word is weak, right? I can't trust them as far as I can throw them because every time I make plans with them or every time I want to do something with them, they just, they flake out. They either ignore my messages or they can never be there on time or they leave me on red or whatever it is. Now, I'm not saying I'm perfect either. But at least if as an individual, we're making conscious efforts to become more intentional, more deliberate, more honest, um, our word is stronger, then we're going to attract the same amount of people. All right. So and then I just said driven individuals. I feel like I've kind of hit that. I feel like that makes sense. Driven individuals. And I said, don't compromise. Don't compromise. Why should you compromise on this? That makes absolutely no sense to be like, well, I have five loser friends, but you know, I'm not the loser. That's compromising. Oh, well, I have, you know, four really successful friends and then one really, you know, just a loser friend that I hang out with. No, don't compromise. If it's not benefiting you, if, and this is the, this is the tricky part because we all have those friends or that friend who is just so self-destructive. They're always drinking, spending their money in weird places, asking you for money, you know, and you want to help them. And maybe you can to a certain extent, but in my experience, guys, you cannot help those people. They can only help themselves. You can point them in the right direction. You can offer them advice, but then like taking them into your home, you know, just, it's just not good. It's just not good. I mean, at least that's my experience. You guys may have different opinions about that, but I don't help people unless they absolutely want to help themselves. If I see them taking steps towards making them making themselves into a better person then i will assist them but i'm not going to go head over heels to just go completely out of my way and put myself at risk to assist them in their development no i will put i will push them in the right direction all right so moving forward this is i actually really like this part okay 
Some people can be the wind in your sails, pushing you forward and driving you towards your goals. Others can be anchors holding you back and weighing you down. There are people in my life that I have chosen to spend time with who every time I hang out with them, they are the wind in my sails, which means they're motivating me. They're inspiring me. They're listening to me. They're comprehending, you know, what I'm saying. They are intentional. They're aware, right? They are the wind in my sails. There are people who I hang out with or who I do podcasts with or who I talk to. Every time I talk to them, I just feel inspired. I feel cleansed. I feel energized. There are people who you can hang out with or maybe who you are hanging out with where every conversation you have with them is um, it benefits you. You know, you feel good when you're talking to them. I don't feel like I need to. You, you guys know who you're feeling good when you're hanging out, hang out with. My friend Sergey, he's a really good friend of mine. Every time I hang out with him, every time I go to his house, I feel like he's the wind in my sails because we talk about philosophy. We talk about life. We talk about business. This dude teaches me how to make guitars. He teaches me how to film. He teaches me how to edit. He makes content for me. He makes content with me. Truly the wind in my sails. But then I've had other friends in the past. I still have friends like this who, um, if I were to hang out with them still, I, uh, they're just anchors. They just hold me back. I don't know how or why they do it necessarily, but they're just anchors to me. And I know this, this sounds snobby to a certain extent to deem someone as an anchor or as a vampire. So, so (laughs) this is something I've been thinking about too. I don't know where I picked up this idea from, but the idea of vampires in our life, you have to ask yourself, who's the vampire, right? They're not going around sucking your blood, they're not shining and, and glittery in the sun, but they're energy vampires, right? There are people out there, I swear to God, who live off of your time and off of your energy. I don't know why. I don't know what it is, but they just want to waste your freaking time. They want to drag you through the mud. Honestly, most of these people are probably leading you on in a relationship or whatever it is, but they just they just want it. They crave it. The more time they take from you, the more energy they get from you, the more emotion they get from you. They're vampires. There are vampires in this world and you have to identify those vampires and you have to metaphorically put a wooden stake through their heart. All right. Don't put a real stake through their heart. I'm not condoning the violence on this. All right. Don't go, don't go deeming your friend as a vampire and then, and then, uh, throwing garlic down his throat and stabbing him in the neck with a, or in the heart with the stake. But I swear people are vampires. You need to cut them out guys. You need, your time is so valuable. Your time is so precious. Spending a single second with somebody that is a vampire or an anchor, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. Stop doing it. I'm telling you, if you're in your 20s, especially your early 20s, uh, listening to this right now, one of the best things I've ever done for myself in my 20s was cut out the losers in my life. Cut out the anchors. Bye-bye. And then I just said, remember this. Remember it. It's not a hard lesson to learn But it is a hard lesson to practice because people aren't perfect. You know, they're flawed, they're flaky, they're destructive. You know, the person that you deemed as wind can be the next day an anchor. So it's difficult to find that balance between people who are helping you and hurting you. Another thing you have to think of is maybe you're that person. Maybe you're the anchor to others. You ever thought about that? That's something I had to think. I know for sure that I have been the anchors in other people's lives. And I had to change my behaviors. Like I said, general sense of awareness. 
you have to make the change. You have to cut out the losers of your life. You have to cut out the vampires and flip it around. Maybe you're the loser. Maybe you're the vampire. You know, maybe you're the anchor. Maybe you're the dirty guy with the cigarette in your mouth, mouth and the shaggy hair and the stupid beanie and the saggy pants. Maybe you're the one that meets, needs to make the changes. You know what I mean? Retrospect. Have some perspective. Last thing that I want to hit you guys with. All right. So your circle of influence is also your social media feed. So this is a, I mean, I kind of want to do this in its own separate episode, but what you see on social media is your circle of influence, meaning your feed is curated towards your interests. So if you're following things, let me, let me put it this way. If every time you go on Instagram and you scroll through your feed, do it after this, pay very close attention to who you follow on Instagram, scroll through your feed. How do you feel when you're going through it? Do you feel envious? Do you feel jealous? Do you feel angry, annoyed? If you're feeling negative emotions when you're scrolling through your Instagram feed or, or Twitter or whatever it is or Facebook, um, you're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. You should be scrolling through your social media feeling good, inspired. There should be people who are providing you with value, who are pushing you into the right direction. I, I can guarantee you, I've, I've had times in my life, not recently, but a couple years ago where my feed was just pure, it was accessible. I followed a bunch of uh, like... Uh, what is Instagram fitness models where all they do is just bend over in front of you. You know, they post dumb political shit. Uh, you have the e-thoughts. You have the losers on your feed who are just poking, you know, posting about them smoking bongs all day. I, You guys know when your feed is not making you feel good. This is why most of the time you're getting on social media and you're not feeling good about being on it. You have to curate your feed. You have to tailor it towards your benefit. So, what does that mean? You're you're probably following a shit ton of people like I am. I'm following 800 people, but yet I only see on my feed about 50 of them. Because you can either, here's your options, mute them or block them. If you have people who are annoying you, who aren't helping you, you don't even know why you're following them. Maybe they're not even following you. Block them, bye-bye, or mute them. So normally you can mute family members who are just posting tons of just bullshit. You can mute them. They're not going to know right? But they're not in your feed anymore. You see what I mean? You've tailored your feed to benefit you. When I go through my feed, I know that every time I scroll through it, I'm going to get great content. I'm going to get the invincible way, soul bro, glorious one. I'm going to get a few red pill pages, you know, white pill pages. I'm going to see beautiful artwork. I'm going to be impressed, fascinated. I'm going to learn something new because I've created it to be that way. My, I've changed my circle of influence on social media. I'm very careful about who I interact with on it too, who I'm messaging, who I'm giving my time to. Um, but yes, your social media is your circle of influence. Before I got on Twitter, it's so funny because people, and they're right, they're not wrong. They're like, don't get on Twitter. Twitter is a cesspool. Twitter is horrible. You're not wrong. Twitter is garbage. But I've been on Twitter for about a month and a half now. I have about 1,100 followers, maybe, I don't know. I follow 10 people and I'm loving it because it is essentially, you're the node within the network on social media. Whoever you follow, the algorithm picks it up and it suggests people who are similar to that person. So if I follow, let's say, for example, 
Solbro, right? Who posts a lot of nutritional stuff, who posts a lot of beneficial stuff uh, to me. I know that if I follow him, the algorithm will pick that up and it will give me people who are similar to him. Now, let's say I started Twitter from scratch and the first thing I did was follow some type of uh, e-thought. OnlyFans girl or a Playboy bunny or something like that. You think that the algorithm's going to suggest to somebody who's who's similar uh, to that person? Yeah, I'm going to get a bunch of other e thoughts, and I'm going to get. And this is another thing I've been doing lately too, which I got to break the habit of. Stop growing through like Instagram's main feed, right? It's just not going to make you feel good. In that now we have reels on Instagram, which drives me crazy because Instagram's just trying to copy TikTok. So every time I go on freaking Instagram now, I just feel like I'm on TikTok. Now, what you don't want to do is you don't want to click on them and you don't want to interact with them. So let's say a girl posts something that's super annoying. She's just trying to get attention. She's dressing like a slut. You know, you're so tempted to just make a gagging emoji at it or whatever. The problem is when you comment on it and you interact with it, especially if you like it, the algorithm picks it up and it's like, oh, this guy must like this. Now you're going to get 10 times more than that. So what I do is I go to a lot of history pages, a lot of red pill pages, a lot of white pill pages. I go and I like them and I comment on them. And then that way my feed is... If you want to go through Instagram's default feed, the algorithm feed, it's there and it's, it's content that is curated towards you. But guys, your social media, uh, it's a part of your social influence. So moving forward, just think about your social, your, your sphere of influence, your circle of influence. Think about who you're surrounding yourself with. Think about who's helping you, who's hurting you and just have some awareness about that. All right. Your, the people who you interact with are very important. I've never seen a very successful person hanging out with only losers. All right. All right. I feel like that just about summarizes this episode. Um, you guys have a good Tuesday. Don't forget to check out my Patreon. Just Google search for us money and Patreon. I post exclusive episodes literally every single day. My Patreon supporters can't even keep up at this point, which is good. Uh, and then you have my Instagram, Munden underscore Forest. And that's about it. Have a good one, guys.